Welcome to The Open Bell, a podcast for trumpet players, by trumpet players, and a cornet guy. I'm your host, Bill Stoneman, and I'm joined by my good friends and fellow trumpet geeks, Brian Appleby Weinberg, and the titan of trumpet himself, Joey Tartell. This episode of The Open Bell is brought to you by the World Trumpet Federation. For years now, people have been meeting us and saying, WTF? The World Trumpet Federation is our way of giving back to an instrument, a way of life, a community that has been so good for each of us. We've spent our lives working to master this beast called the trumpet, and honestly, we think we're starting to make some progress. And in addition to the Open Bell podcast, we've got all sorts of helpful stuff to get you on the path to great trumpeting and keep you there. Just head on over to www.worldtrumpetfederation.com. And by Dylan Music. Just imagine getting 5% off your next accessories order just by using a promo code. Oh, wait, you don't have to imagine that. You can actually do it. Just go to www.dylanmusic.com and use the promo code OPENBELL5 to get 5% off your next accessories order. Of course, if at all possible, you should physically go to Woodbridge, New Jersey and visit the store that has been open serving musicians since 1992. Be sure to say hello to Steve and, of course, our trumpet gurus, Jim McCombs and Perry Sutton. These guys are the best and will absolutely take care of you and all of your trumpeting needs. And if you can't make the trip, no worries. Just pick up the phone and dial 732-634-3399 to have all of your questions answered. Dylan Music, musicians helping musicians since 1992. The Open Bell Podcast is comprised of three segments, warming up a couple things and no offense. We use these segments to try, test, and testify to information that we believe is tantamount for top-notch trumpeters. Gentlemen shall we? Each week, Warming Up is brought to you by Chop Saver, that perfect all-natural lip treatment created by the one and only Dan Gosling, the Rambo of lip care. <laughs> and when Big Pharma tried to put him down and Uh-oh. tell him it was over, you know what he said? Uh-oh. Do you? Nothing is over. Nothing. You just don't turn it off. It wasn't my war. You asked me. I didn't ask you. And I did what I had to do to win. But somebody wouldn't let us win. And I come back to the world and I see all these maggots at the airport protesting me, spitting, calling me a cornet player and all kinds of vile crap. (laughs) Who are they to protest me? huh? Who are they? Unless they've been me and been there and know anything about lip care. And Dan. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Being the amazing man. Being getting, the violent, getting violent in here. <laughs> it's early in the morning. It's too early for me. <laughs> These early morning sessions are brutal. <laughs> and Dan being the Rambo of lip care that he is, he has a promo code for us. Promo code. <laughs> promo code. That's right. Go to chopsaver.com and use the promo code Bell for a 15% discount on your order. And now the guy, <laughs> the only guy <laughs> louder than Rambo on the trumpet. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Oh, Come on, so Rambo. Funny. When's the last time you even thought about Rambo? Um, Sylvester Stallone. I Come don't on. Really, I don't. I mean, I, I. You know, I'm a big Rocky fan. I've never been the biggest Rambo fan. I know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Rocky's better than Rambo. Definitely. Yeah. If we're gonna <laughs> have the bracket of Stallone, head to head bracket, yeah. Rambo and Rocky. Yeah. Now, where does that? Uh, what was that movie with the uh, the arm wrestling that was in there? He's like a truck driver oh, over wrestling. the top over the top there we go <laughs> i don't even know why i remember that. <laughs> yeah is that in your good brain? for you I, good, I did not have that title good for you <laughs> now but now about him and it's dolly okay. parton now if we're gonna, gonna get somewhere 
Oh. Rhinestone, right? Rhinestone. Yeah, I think you're right. Stallone and Dolly Parton, they're they're right there. That's That's a power couple. (laughs) That's some great motion picture making right there. That's the best. This is why people tune into us. Yeah. This is the stuff. That's the bracket. Stallone movie bracket. (laughs) Oh, Well, that is going to end up with us doing the same thing we always do, which is putting our Rocky movies in order. Yeah, that's that's true. Of greatness. That's yeah. where that ends. That is where that ends. Did he do anything better. better than what else aside? Where does Stallone aside from Rocky movies? Well, the, else? the uh, the uh, what are they called? The what is it? The Indispensables or whatever those movies those are. He did those. Uh... <laughs> 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 the recyclables but, but aren't aren't those terrible movies though? yeah yes. of course they're terrible That's what yeah. Are there, did he make any other good movies they're laughing all the way to the bank yeah i know right all right no rocky's it rocky's is all right if you can think of any uh sylvester stallone movies that are actually good his, please his email us the open new bell, one. the open bell at gmail.com <laughs> at gmail. people will be super excited about his new one right is it the, the king or something that's a no. tv show Tulsa oh, King's that's a TV show on Paramount Plus. Oh, it's a TV that's not going to be that's not going to be as good as Rocky. No, no, there's no All way. Right. All right, Brian, that's that's unwatchable. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> the unwatchables, the expendables. There it is. No, wait, that's not it. <laughs> well done. <laughs> so, so this is about my um, my student um. Let's just make up a name here. Um, uh, let's just say her name is Alessandra. Sure, that's, that's a, a good made-up made name. Good, good she, made-up. Yeah, yeah. And she plays uh, she plays flugelhorn in the University Brass Band, um, and of course she plays cornet. Um, but she this uh, this semester she was playing. Uh, this is a twofer. The story about Alessandra. Oh my! Uh, she was she was playing a ways in sonata, and um, she calls me, uh, sends me a text a week before uh, the her jury. And I thought she had missed a couple of lessons. Turns out she hadn't missed a couple of lessons, but I'm just, my brain is Brian sideways. Had, because Brian <laughs> actually missed a couple of lessons. Brian had just checked out for a couple of lessons. <laughs> he was brain there. Is sideways. <laughs> and uh, she, her, her, um, her accompanist had, had basically bagged on her, had dropped, said, I can't, I can't do both movements. Uh, the first two movements, I can only do the second movement. And it was going to be some because they because money. because the pianist only had an hour and a half yeah right <laughs> that right. piece is so long it is it long is. and um <laughs> so i i i got her connected with another accompanist who was awesome and she comes in on the on the day and she absolutely like sounded great on her on her um always in sonata it was it was beautiful and she thought she had failed and i was like um what why would that have failed and she's like i don't know i'm just always on the edge and i was like okay so then she comes in for her lesson after her jury because you know we're doing a makeup lesson and she's talking about her recital in this in the spring and uh, so i'm talking about programming with her and of course i steer her to uh diversify the stand and uh, we're talking about different options and she stops me and she said look i'm a misogynist i don't want to perform women on my recital I don't care that I'm a what? Latino. She said, I don't care that I'm a Latino woman. I want to perform white men on my recital. Oh my God. <laughs> I was like, just a second. I got to write that quote down. Yeah. On the podcast. Wow. So that's how she failed lessons. That's what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, but yeah, this, this reminds me of a student of mine years ago who was getting ready to go to grad school. And I'm like, all right, we're going to make the list, right? We're going to think about the list. And I also want, I want to make sure that as we're looking at all these schools, like I'm going to be, you know, just be aware of this for you. 
I want you to, to make sure that the list has some great women trumpet teachers on there. These are some, these are something I really want you to consider. And she says to me, that's a lot more important to you than it is to me. <laughs> right. right. Holy like, moly. Yeah. Well, it was fascinating. Okay. Still going on the list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. No. It's really, really interesting perspective. She's a little, it really these are great pieces. I haven't performed before. I want to play this stuff. And I was like, okay. Yeah. So and she sounds great too. She's, I, she's the student who came in um, and played, played something for me and, and it was like not close. And I was like, no, no, it goes like this. And I played it and she played it back exactly the same. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, what, how'd you do that? And she said, well, you played it for me. So I did that. She has perfect pitch and she just oh, internalizes it. She's cheating. <laughs> so I just stopped playing. I stopped saying rhythms. I stopped playing. I was like, no, that's not correct. Mm -hmm. You need to check the pitch on that time on that rhythm on that. And then she would, you know, yeah. force her to fix it i think she's essentially you're just saying to her figure it out <laughs> figure it out i'll see you figure next it week <laughs> yeah exactly uh, figure it out see you yeah. next week yeah very funny bring, bring that back oh. better good anyway. stuff yeah all right joey what do you have for us today uh i've got this uh you know i've been pretty lucky been able to go lots and lots and lots of places as a player and as a teacher but there are lots of places i haven't been and i got a phone call a couple of weeks ago from a gentleman in puerto rico all right. Mm. So he's at the conservatory there and said, Hey, so we've got this trumpet day coming up and, uh, any way you can make this work. And I looked and there's a hole in the schedule right there. So February, if you're anywhere near Puerto Rico, come on out to the conservatory. We're going to be doing a trumpet day with me and Marie Spitziali. Oh, <gasps> oh, what a great no day. Way. That's wow. awesome. Yeah. Wait, is this Nitai? Yes. Yeah. Great wow. guy. Yes. So Fantastic. we, yeah, we talked on the yeah. phone. Uh, got it all lined up. And this was funny. He's like, okay, so you hear from me. And uh, I think uh, something had happened with somebody local that was going to do who can't do it. So it's kind of, you know, fill in time to do some commercial mm -hmm. stuff and do some, you know, trumpet stuff, commercial trumpet stuff, jazz stuff. And I said, sure. Uh, he said, well, could you stay an extra couple of days? Like, it's going to be like two days, but then maybe you can hang out a couple extra days and work with them. Like, yeah. This uh, is so you, if, if, you're taking your favorite aunt on vacation to Puerto Rico. I, I don't I, I, those <laughs> of you don't amazing. know Marie, for those of you who don't know Marie, uh, I mean Marie had a, a complete career in the Cincinnati, uh, Cincinnati Symphony Orchestra and she was teaching adjunct at CCM and then she actually came to teach at IU and I'm the one when she left IU to go teach at Rice who got the job here. So mm. I had never met her before. She calls me over the summer and like, hey, I heard you got the job, blah, 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 blah. We chatted and I thought, I think we're friends now. I <laughs> never met her until the next in person until the next year at like ITG. She walks in and, and I'm six foot three and Marie is about, I don't know, three foot six, right? Yeah. So, yeah. It's, it's about yeah. right. Yeah. So she sees me, walks over, and she's a hugger. I am not a hugger. So like she comes <laughs> over and so I think we are best friends, which is great. I, I am very pleased that Marie and I are actually our, our friends at this point. But but uh, yes, Marie and I are going to be hanging out in Puerto Rico in the, uh, February. I believe it's February 22nd is the trumpet That's day. That's going to be that amazing. Awesome. So please, if you're anywhere near uh, the conservatory, uh, February 22nd in Puerto Rico, come on out. And uh, that is awesome. We're going to be hanging. It's going to be Pictures a good time. No offense to you personally, Brian. So. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. I would hang out with her. She's very cool. Oh, she's the best. She's super mm -hmm. positive. And, and I've never been to Puerto Rico. Yeah. Yeah, They're like, can we get you to Puerto Rico in February? Um, yeah, I think we can do that. Let me get you think out of about Bloomington that. in February. Let me think about that. Yes, I think <laughs> I can make that happen. So yeah, please come out to the conservatory. Uh, conservatory de music de Puerto Rico, February twenty second. Wow, come awesome. on out and hang. 
you really do the extremes. You do like this jazz festival in North Dakota in the winter. Yes, right? I did. And, and I, now, was, I was at the University of Mary at Bismarck last year. Right. And now you're going to Puerto Rico. Now I'm going to Puerto Rico. Amazing. Hey, exactly. So that's going to be, a, that should be a great time. Me and Marie, it'd be a great, come on. I think we're playing recitals and working with trumpets and doing Beautiful. all the fun stuff. So it'd be a great time. Yeah. yeah. All right, Bill, what do you got for us this morning? Uh, I love this, this time of year because it's a chance to kind of disappear a little bit and do some reading. And uh, oh. so uh, went to the bookstore before Christmas, doing a little shopping, and Elliot and I were there, youngest son, Elliot. My and, boy. Uh, yeah, Joey's boy. Your and son, we, my boy. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so we we've both looked at this book at the same time, so I just grabbed it off the shelf and kind of messing around with it. It's called Nobody Knows What They're Doing. <laughs> is the name of the book and it's uh it's it's for artists essentially right so it's by lee crutchy uh british uh author and uh it, it's pretty easy read and it's it's kind of fluffy and you know just it, it goes by pretty quickly but there's been some really cool things in there especially in regard to like managing social media and all the noise around building a career and all that kind of stuff and so it's kind of cool but i just wanted to share one quote that i read out of this um, book and I thought you guys would get a kick out of this so here it is I forgot about life away from social media away from making and sharing art and away from every waking moment trapped in a hustle fueled blur of content creation and unrequited hope <laughs> oh my god <laughs> wow <laughs> wow pretty cool right you said That's that good. was light well <laughs> this is maybe one of the heavier heavier things in there but it's all sort of this really you know kind of a sharp i like it that's witty. Great. yeah it's 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 pretty cool and he's, right. he basically just has these rules for you know survival for an artist and it's just it's a good read all right it looks like there's 10 chapters the first chapter is called you suck yes <laughs> now to uplift, joey's in to uplift, joey's chapter in. two is you will fail Yes. Okay. I, I'm I'm gonna buy this book tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> this is good. There's some really cool things you can excerpt out of there, but yeah, it's just right into like, look, it doesn't matter. There's a great diagram on one of the pages that has like the way you see the world, and you're this dot in the middle, and then your orbits are like your family and your friends. And then it's like how everyone else sees the world, and it's them and their friends and family, and he's got you as a little dot at the corner of the page off the grid. Right. <laughs> it's like no one cares about you. No one cares <laughs> about you at all. So it's a at real, it's a, it's a real uh, lighthearted pick me up. Is what you're saying. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Great Christmas read. Right. Happy time. <laughs> yes. But it is, it is funny and he, he does a nice job of balancing all of it, but it's a, uh, it's a good, honest kind of, you know, poking fun, but uh, honest as well. So it's good yeah, stuff. That is good. All right, boys. Look, I know how much you love games. We We do. <laughs> You do. Brian, especially. Just not but, these games. But not these games. But today, it, it's time to catch up because it's been a minute since we had any viewer mail. Uh-oh. Mailbag. Oh, mailbag. Mailbag. Open bell. Mailbag. And I love that bumper. So here we go. Here we go. And, you know, it's it's really been difficult to get Karen to do anything around the office. Well, she's been on break. And brutal. On the holidays Actually, make it worse. But she did manage to curate, if you will, a small sampling of correspondence to the show that I'm happy to share with you. And these are really kind of follow-ups on things we've been talking about. So here we go. Message one, and this is a follow-up on Mount Rushmore, our uh -oh. episode on Mount okay. Rushmore. Here we go. Gentlemen, influential in my generation, a little younger than you folks, Sergei Nikaryakov. 
Winton is my all-time favorite. And how did J.C. Dobzhilevsky not make your list? I'm kidding. Don't disregard my email because of that. I also <laughs> agree with Louis Armstrong uh, as being on the mount along with Bud Herseth. So, Sergey, Winton, Lewis, Bud. Thanks, guys. Keep up the good work. Mr. David Kramer, director of Bands Mill Creek Elementary School. So, I love that the public school there we go. Public school teachers yeah. are dialed in. He's in. So David's list is Sergey Winton, Lewis, and Bud. And I just, I don't know that we ever came up with our fourth I, face. Yeah, I, and listen, there, there's nothing negative to be said about Sergey. Uh, <laughs> that's an astonishing, mm. you know, trumpet player Amazing. and musician. It's outrageous. Huh. But yeah, I do think that might be a generation. I think he's exactly right. Yeah. That, you know, Sergey came about when we were already professionals, so maybe mm-hmm. not as influential. Yeah. Hmm. You guys, have you heard Sergey live? I know no. I've talked I have the talked one, about it on the show. I the did. one time he was in Indiana, <laughs> was he up near Ball State somewhere? Because I know Mark Piselli was in a room mm-hmm. with him. You know, yeah. like Arturo came in, and I think Arturo came in, and there was like a lesson. He was there for all of this. Right. And I was somewhere out of the state where I couldn't even see him live. I've never actually gotten to hear him live. Yeah, I heard him up in Banff at ITG do that that hide and cello thing. And it's on, crazy, right? Flugelhorn. It's flawless. Yeah. Flawless. And musical. I mean, he's not just a robot. He's it's, like making that's not real quite music. A, that's not quite a flugelhorn. I think I've talked about this. Yeah. That, that's a horn that they took a different bell and put it on a four-valve flugel. Mm. And it was like a, um, BNS had a relationship with them. And so I talked it's to the BNS guys. Experimental oh. sort of thing. And I said, okay, uh, can I get one of those? And they're like, um, no. <laughs> I said, why not? He said, we made it for him. We don't, we don't really make those horns. I'm like, but So is I it want... a little smaller bell or something? No, it's actually a larger a bell. bigger bell. Oh. You know, um, almost like an alto horn bell on a flugel horn, on a four-valve flugel. Sorry, it's hard not to make wow. a connection here for me that Sergey is the Anton Weidinger of modern day. <laughs> <laughs> they made him a new horn. Yeah, but the sound, the sound he gets out of that. I mean, from, I only heard the recording. You know, it's. I mean, it's obviously stupid. he has a great sound, but it's also a different sound that exists from current instruments that we have. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why yeah. I was saying, okay, to be able to even attempt that, I would need that instrument, and I would love to kind of dive in and see what that's like, just to get an idea of what that's like. And well, you can't. <laughs> so, yeah, you can't. Yeah. So, awesome. There you go. Anyway, so thanks, David. We appreciate yeah. you. Tuning Beautiful. in and uh, and adding to the discussion here. Message two, this is a follow-up on our discussion regarding Chuck Mangione. All right. Hey, guys. Uh, I saw Chuck live a few times in the 90s and early 2000s. It was around the time the Hats Back record was released. And, yes, he did play trumpet, but often really? with a Harmon. Yeah. yeah really? But often with a Harmon mute. Okay. Uh, sadly, I believe Chuck has retired from playing. I think it was around the time of the plane crash that killed a couple of the guys in his band. Oh, I do remember that. Our listener friend, Mike. Yeah. So, um, wow. yeah. yeah, I remember that too, but, but apparently, I, uh, cause our thing here was, did he ever really play trumpet? Right. Cause I, I mean, I saw him live on the, like, feel so good tour, you know, when right. was coming around. That's what I, that's what I saw. And yeah. it was all, it was all flugelhorn. Mm-hmm. Right. And you, yeah, know, you didn't see him play on TV, a ton either. It was all flugel, you know, it was all, yeah, Lake Placid Olympics, you know, mm-hmm. he's out on the oh ice. Oh my gosh, yeah. Remember, right. like they did on the hockey rink and he played, yes. and he was, it was all flugel. I mean, he never even had a trumpet on stage and right. during yeah. that kind of that level. Yeah. Huh. 
Come on, the hat's back. I'd forgotten about that, and that's a great name. That is a great name. <laughs> you got a thing. Just, just go brilliant. with it. Yeah. Lean yeah. in. Lean into that that imagery and that that's some new marketing chuck right there. There it is. That is awesome. <laughs> chuck. <laughs> and here's I, there's another like from Rochester, evidently living in Rochester. I never I've never got to meet him or anything. Yeah. No, so no no encounters at Eastman with Chuck while you were there. No, I, I uh, his brother had started a band and it was kind of just after I had left and guys were playing and doing that stuff. And I remember seeing his father would come out to Eastman jazz concerts and stuff, mm-hmm. but oh, right. I never knew, you know. That's funny. I never got to meet him. Yeah. But That's no real association cool. with the school at that time. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Message number three. This is a follow up on Brian's Canadian valve weakness story. Now we're getting somewhere. <laughs> Uh, this is from our friend Lorenzo, who I believe has written into the show yeah. before. <laughs> yes. uh, hey, guys, big fan of the show. It's a great hang. No offense to you personally, Brian. I <laughs> love it. The narrative and, is just and, Lorenzo well is all in. Well done. <laughs> I wanted to reach out uh, because I remember Brian mentioning something about a technical exercise that he got when he was up in Canada this summer from Phil McCann, I believe, for identifying weaknesses between switching valve combinations. I was wondering if he was at liberty to share this with the greater trumpet world. I've been practicing all four Clark studies. Yes. <laughs> but want okay. to ex- I'm, I'm going to kill Lorenzo now. <laughs> but want to expand my horizons on some different things. Looking forward to hearing from you guys. Sincerely, Lorenzo. It was with Jason. It was oh, Jason Solomon. Justin thing? Solomon. He was watching. I was sitting next to Tom. And yeah. he was watching us both play the same passages. And he was like, you guys are playing a different game. Tom has a different hand structure and he said, you have basically a meat cleaver on the end of your hand. Um, And he said, yeah. So, and their combination. So Jason actually wrote a whole, you can, you should can write to Jason to get the, get the list, but he, he, Jason figured out whatever, 6,000 different valve combinations. And then you're supposed to go through and figure out what, what doesn't work for you. And then you're supposed to focus in on, on those. Um, so yeah, it's very so what, cool. What you're saying that that Jason actually broke something down and made a lot of variations <laughs> out of it that it's we amazing. should actually take one at a time. I'm, yeah, I'm oh, this shocked. is shot. This is shocking. Is shocking. <laughs> but here's the best part of this: we yeah. want Lorenzo to reach out to Jason to tell him that he heard something about this on the open bell, yes. so that Jason will finally realize that all things go through us. As as well, all, they should. Yeah. All pedagogy goes brass ped- pedagogy right goes here. Through. Yeah, all the pedagogy that we're stealing from him goes through yes. us. Right. <laughs> we are the we are the gatekeepers of Jason's yeah, absolutely. pedagogy. <laughs> yeah. All right. So Lorenzo, so no help from us. You're going to have to reach out to Jason Solomon. Yeah. Piece of cake. Tell, tell him that Brian sent you. Yep. And then when your email goes to spam, then tell him that Bill and Jason's easy easy to find though you can find he's got a good youtube channel he's all over instagram so you know super easy go go follow him and well check him out because all his stuff is really good yeah very good all right message number four this one is a follow-up to our conspiracy of support Uh podcast now we're getting somewhere (laughs) gentlemen i'm getting nervous listening to your podcast a conspiracy of support and really wish you would name names (laughs) Uh uh-oh it is interesting that the internet seems to be either affirming positive trumpet player groups or entirely negative. As usual, you provide good food for thought. I really appreciate your suggestion to put a better performance in the comments. <laughs> I do think that critical thinking is a lost art and we have to teach it to our students. This is from our friend, Peter. Thanks, Peter. Great message. <laughs> Great listening. Yes, but of course, if we start naming names, then we turn into the uh, nothing but negative people. And that's what we're trying to avoid. Right. 
because we, we don't want to actually reveal that that's what we are. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not. But we do want to be thoughtful. We don't want to be bashing. And that's a, sometimes a hard line to walk because if we come out and say, hey, listen, we're trying to be nice, but that's just not any good. Then it's like, then it turns into an argument. Well, who are you and why are you so negative and why are you attacking? Uh, it's exhausting. That turns into the worst part of the Internet. Right. Yeah. Right. Isn't then that the problem? Right? That's we, definitely we be, the problem. We become the problem. Yeah. Right. I'm pretty sure that was uh, tongue in cheek. Yeah, I know. But, but uh... it, it is. <laughs> I, 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 the idea of naming names is sometimes uh, very enticing of okay, we need to talk about this particular person because this just isn't okay. But then that just turns into an, uh, an yeah. internet fight that no one wins. Right. And if you want that information, you'd have to buy one of the seats to come in for the pregame that we do. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I know limited, some... limited seating. Using <laughs> that word very inappropriately. Yes. Yeah. Heavy price on, point. On, on purpose. Yeah. yeah. You know, because this is what we do. Did you guys see this? Although I will say that I have received some messages, private messages from folks going, hey, any chance you were talking about this? <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. yeah. I can neither confirm nor deny that that was the target of our Well, the, our the problem is that there's not one target. Yeah, there, that's the real many, issue. <laughs> there are many, many, many targets of what we're talking yes. about. It, we're not talking about one person or one performance no. or one particular thing there there are too many that's the problem yeah. the internet is a target rich environment <laughs> that is correct for this type of thing and i'm out oh all right message five uh one more one more here i have to say i <laughs> laughed a lot at your recent <laughs> episode with the unnecessary censorship all the bleeping was hilarious so it begs the question uh, do you guys have a lot of editing to do on a weekly basis to keep the podcast g-rated anyway kudos on a great season of the open bell you guys are oh, well done uh, this is funny as someone who does the editing of this um i can think of two times in the time we've been doing this once was me, and I think once was you, Bill. Right? It was. I'm. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna own it. <laughs> Where I, I just absolutely dropped some language that we just didn't think was appropriate for the podcast. Other, there are other podcasts that don't care about uh, language at all, uh, but we want it to be uh, suitable for anyone that would want to listen. And we do think that that involves some some rules. Right. So uh, I think I have edited in such a way that you probably don't even notice. Right. So up until the game, you know, the vile, vile game that Bill <laughs> brought forth. No, no expletives were harmed in the recording of this episode. <laughs> oh. Yeah, because I, I think of the three of us, I'm probably the worst potty mouth of the three of us. Maybe. No? I don't oh, know. Probably. I want... I want the screenshot of the first time it actually happened when we were live recording it. I think all three of us were like, "Uh-oh, <laughs> whoops!" Because obviously, you know, we want we want any teacher to be able to say to any student, "Hey, check this out." Right. You know, and so we have a good time, kind of joking around about it. But you know, and Bill has to answer for people at school. I do. That's right. And you Catholics are tough with the language. I answer to a higher, right. higher power than you guys when it comes to this stuff. You think the Pope's <laughs> higher than us? <laughs> I mean, 
mean, he's got a better hat, but I'm going to have to do this whole thing. <laughs> Joey has been laying the groundwork on this for years. <laughs> that Messiah is people a, to believe a Catholic school and he has gotten a following. I right? do. People absolutely believe it. I am not sure I want to go to a Catholic school. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I mean, if you think of the thing. Catholic schools, you know, you got to look around, you know, DePaul and Georgetown, Messiah, <laughs> Notre Dame. Catholic U, Messiah. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, all, the, all the Catholic schools. <laughs> exactly. Oh, goodness. All right, boys, time for a couple things. You're doing it wrong. It's our mantra, really. This phrase might be uttered more on this podcast and in our collective lives than any other thing. We apply it to trumpet playing, teaching, administration, and life. You're doing it wrong is our loving, caring, nurturing way to keep each other honest. It's our way to cut to the chase and get to the process of fixing stuff. So, boys, today we're talking about these relationships, the value of a relationship, right, in which you can disagree and how healthy that is for us. It's so healthy. Let's go right. Let's go right to the 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 fun part of this. Get in it. <clears throat> Scott Belk and I have been arguing. <laughs> about, oh wow, you're going right, oh, right, right there. Right into let's it. go right to the, the the heart of the matter here. We've been arguing about some essentially fundamental trumpet pedagogy for thirty years. Yeah. Now, here's the good part of this. Scott and I are very very good friends. We we actually like each other we actually like hanging out no offense to you personally brian we actually like playing together we do disagree on some fundamental trumpet pedagogy scott knows he's right and i know that he's wrong (laughs) right (laughs) (laughs) exactly this in no way uh affects negatively affects our relationship uh professionally or personally you should be able to disagree you should, mm-hmm. it should be able to do this. And let's make this very clear going in because we're a trumpet podcast. Mm-hmm. There is more than one way to do nearly anything on trumpet. Yeah. Agree. Yeah. Right. And to I talk agree. about it and to think about it and Absolutely. experience it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's good to be open to that. Right. And, and it, and it's also good to have to defend your own position on these things. Oh yes. This is the other, the other part of this is that. You know, you have to be willing and and at least have thought about it enough to be able to defend why it is you say what you say. Yeah. If you're saying something because, well, that's just what other people say or that's what you've heard. Right. Without giving any real thought, then, hey, you are doing it wrong. Right. But if you've come to a different conclusion by taking a different path that gets you a different explanation, hey, knock yourself out. That's what we're here for. Right. Right. Well, if you're no, not willing in a relationship where you can you can express your opinions and you have some pushback from somebody you trust, then you need to find some people you actually trust who will give you that pushback. Right. So I, I made a list. I'm sure, Joey, I'm sure you have a list. <laughs> I have lots of lists. Yeah. But this is the, my first thing, which is, and I've said this for years about a lot of things, but surrounding yourself with the right people. So yeah. my rule has always been only only spend time with people who make you better. Right. Right. And so that sort of guarantees that you're putting yourself, you're creating this atmosphere for yourself where you trust the people around you enough and they trust you that you can have this level of conversation. Because I don't mean to leave Brian out of this, this, but between Joey and I, 
we know everything there is to know in the world because or either way because no, Joey, not either Joey, way. Joey thinks he knows everything, and I know that he's not always right. <laughs> <laughs> it is it is remarkable to be around. <laughs> but but step one, right? Surround yourself with the right people, because if if you're around people that can't engage in this kind of discourse and can't do this or are offended all the time, then you're managing all that. That's a waste of time. Right. <laughs> you don't want to be offending people all the time. Well, okay. not, Walking not, on eggshells. Yeah, but you you also uh, as part of that you should absolutely be with people that you know have different ideas than you, right? Right. Not just people that make you better, but people that do this differently, right? Because I mean, the three of us we spend a lot of time together now. Uh, we don't agree on everything. No, but what are the things that make you better? Challenging you is one of those things, right? You gotta be thinking about it. And as teachers, for those teachers that are listening. If you're worried about your students going to see other trumpet teachers, ask yourself why <laughs> you're doing it wrong. Right. Because boy, I, that. and I have seen a lot of this of like, well, but you know, I mean, you need to go see, you could go see this person or this person, but not that person or that person because they teach differently than I do. And I'm <laughs> thinking, isn't that a reason to go see them? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, I'll tell you one of the, the best things my uh, high school teacher, uh, his name is John Rankin, who taught at St. Mary's University in, in San Antonio for a long time. He, one of the last lessons, he said, okay, you're going to head off to college. Now, here's what you got to do. You're going to have a new trumpet teacher, and that person might say things that sound a lot different than what I've been saying. Might not. Here's what you do. Listen and try everything that they say. Yeah. Do what Otherwise, say. you're wasting your time. And I thought, that's good advice. It is. <laughs> it's, I mean, so I walked in, you know, and started getting different lessons in a different way. And guess what? Got better. You know, that, not mm -hmm. to say he he was helping me get a lot better. And then the next teacher's helping me get a lot, lot better. We've talked about this before. You know, a lot of uh, all three of us come from a variety of trumpet teachers. Right. You know, there are some people who've had like maybe one trumpet teacher and maybe think, well, that's the only way. <laughs> Right. Mm -hmm. And then we've we've discussed some trumpet cults that do exist in this country, yeah. you know, uh, that, well, you have to study with somebody who's in our club. Otherwise, they're doing it wrong. And there's so much evidence to the contrary. It's that we've been through that before. Yeah. A wide variety of experiences, even when they sound contradictory, are the smart way to go. So not just people that make you better, but people that actually disagree with you. Yeah. Well, this is a thing in our profession about there's a just a little bit of a red flag when you see someone who's done all three degrees at the same school mm -hmm. or two degrees at the same school because you want to know that there's a you know a broader base there that there's more of a there's more variety in their approach you know and it and someone who's done that and gone and collected all that information you would hope them would synthesize that into their approach you know yeah. right which is part of this like try it sometimes it sometimes it's true you do learn what not to do but mostly <laughs> you know you can't be a good example at least be a horrible warning <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what were we talking about this morning things to go on the next t-shirt right there it is there it is <laughs> there it is that's a good one <laughs> that's yeah, exactly. great and do you well do you want to live your life as a, a teacher or um a player, an artist, a, a person around people who always pat you on the back and tell you what a great job you're doing. Where's the growth opportunity yes. in that? Yes, I do. <laughs> yes, you do. No, you don't. <laughs> no, I don't. I, I've actually had this discussion <laughs> with my wife 
Um, and as you know, we've uh, um, you're both second marriages. So we've both been married before and been single and now married to each other. So when she ran into some people who, oh, you're with and knew me through the music school and evidently thought that that was cool. She came home and said, does it bother you that when you come home, you're the guy that needs to do the dishes and take the trash out? <laughs> like, should we be, are you, are you looking for somebody to fawn over you because, you know, you've done things in the music and trumpet world. Mm -hmm. I'm like, Oh, not no. <laughs> there are people that are looking for that. <laughs> you know, there are people who that is what they want. They want people to keep telling them how great they are all of the time. Well, the whole marriage is about the career of the player. Right. Right. right? And there everything are, we, supports we've, that. We've seen that, not just player and teacher, of like I've sure. watched spouses talk about we, and I'm like, we right. you exactly. don't play anything or mm. teach. I'm what do you mean we? We. Um, got a yeah. mouse in your pocket <laughs> exactly <laughs> it's confusing you know and, and especially look at the, <laughs> when you look I at got the three Brian. of us oh he's got Brian. his mouth was open <laughs> but right you look at the three of us uh you know uh all all, all of us happen to be, all, all of us happen to be married all of us happen to have spouses who have guess what their own complete identities yes <laughs> right so and away from music yeah. right together yeah so I uh, right, you wanna if you're existing in a place where you want to exist where you're essentially I guess at the top of the heap and always right, whoo. Yeah. That is a dangerous way to live your life. Yeah. yeah. That would be very strange. Because the, the heart of this matter, I think, is is the honesty part of this, right? We're looking for people to be honest with us. And we joke around about this all the time, like, hey, you're gonna tell me, right? Like you're yeah. gonna <laughs> tell me when it's time. Oh yeah. Right. Um, but you know. But being willing to be honest about that, but finding an elegant way to have that conversation. Yes. You know, that could be the challenge because it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be ugly, but there is an expectation. You said, we've talked this, about this before, about having a network of people and having an accountability group or whatever you want to call it. But the rules are you got to just got to put it out there. Right. But, but you have to be honest with yourself too, which yeah. means being open to that. You know, yeah. I, I've been, yes. I, you know, I've been joking with John Rommel since I got here and, you know, John's been talking, yeah, well, you know, uh, maybe it's getting close to time and you know, hang it all up. And I've said, oh, no, 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 no. I'll let you know. Anyway, so we've had, we've <laughs> had right. this discussion a couple of times. Uh, he actually said it this year. He's like, well, you know, Joey told me I'd, he'd let me know when it was time. And I said, oh, I'll let you know. You're still good. You know, <laughs> so he's, John's playing great. But oh, and like we have had that discussion. Oh, no, if you shouldn't be out in public, I will absolutely let you know. And I'm not kidding. Yeah, you need mm. to have people who will do that for you. Yes, and, and I know it's nice to be patted on the back as well when you're doing when you're doing a good job. But right, yeah, because you... then if you have that relationship, if if you tell me, like if you two guys after a concert come up and said, "Hey man, Couple that things. was some really that was no <laughs> that was some really that was some really good playing." Yeah, that's different than somebody walking up going, "Yeah, man, sounds great," which people say almost out of habit. Back right. to our conspiracy yes. of support thing. Mm -hmm. You know, you put something out. Yeah, man, sounds great. Yeah, man, sounds great. You know, you know, I do remember once I made one bumper uh, a while back and Brian's like, uh, is that last note low? <laughs> and I listened and went, and I, I went back and went, I thought it was, I got, oh, that last note is low. Okay, let me get back and do that. Let me go do that again. <laughs> Well, but to be fair, it wasn't as flat as the one he just put out last week. <laughs> <laughs> but there was the honesty, right? right. That was, and mm -hmm. I was like, oh, that, oh, gosh, I guess that is a little yeah, low. A little bit low. Yeah, I should probably redo that. So I'll go back and redo that. <laughs> right. So then it means something when, when there is a compliment. You're exactly right. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah, because if you guys, you know, if I walked off stage and I was like, all right, so give it to me. And you're like, um, let's step in the back. I'm like, oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to What do you know. like on your pizza? Right. Right. Um, and I I think part of the reason that we go for this honesty thing or the, the brutal honesty part of it is that because there isn't enough time for all the sugar coating. Oh. Right? There's right. An, like, let's just get to it. Too much right? energy. Yeah, right. you're doing it wrong. Just practice saying it with me. You're doing it wrong is the fastest way to get there. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I one of my students this year, uh, I said, "Listen, that's sounding that's sounding pretty good." And she said, "Well, would you tell me if it sounded bad?" I said, "Think back to last year. You came in <laughs> after the audition, and what did I tell you?" He said, "Oh, right. You said, yeah, that was really that was not good playing at all." <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I absolutely will tell you. I will yeah, tell man. anybody that asks. You know, and I've had, I've sometimes had difficult conversations with people, like essentially colleagues, who have said, "Hey, I want you to. I want to talk to you about." It. And I was like, "I don't know if we want to do this because mm. if you're asking, I will tell you, but I still want us to be friends." And sometimes that can be really hard. I don't know that we've reached that place. Like the like us, anybody, and like in trouble, Monday. Oh. A hundred percent of the time. That's well, right. no one, no one's asking the preliminary question. And no one's asking anymore. We're just going right in. Yeah, you know? it's just happening. Um, but I think, Joey, the way you just said that is an elegant way to open that door, right? Hey, look, if you're asking, I'll tell you, but, but I, but I need us to, I need to know we're going to be friends. Yeah, that we're right? still going mean, to be okay. That when, what a beautiful way to just kind of put that on the table and say, I want to have this conversation with you, but here it is. But yeah, there's so, some rules to it. Yeah. Yeah. Because on the other end of the other, you know, the extreme here is the trauma mundi experience, which <laughs> leaves you string through all of the brutality to try to dial it back to what you think might be the truth. But that's the <laughs> best. See, this is the best is part. The part. It's just Armageddon. Not only is it Armageddon, <laughs> it might be six distinct ideas. All oh, of which, yeah. all of which are viable and being put forth by professional trumpet players and professional trumpet teachers that I respect. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah. then you still have to have the confidence of saying, okay, and I believe this. I'm not right. discounting all of those things. I'm saying, okay, I've now given exactly what we talked about. You want to have to be able to justify your own thought and have your own thought challenged enough so that you're then more secure in what you believe going forward. But what really happens is that we all adopt someone else's philosophy if we think that we can use that to pounce on the one person. Well, there is that. There, there absolutely is ganging up. That is absolutely true. Yes. You, five of you have never been more unified on one single topic like you are in articulation. That's not true. The five of us have been just as unified on Brian's valves. That's, <laughs> yes, true. that's true, too. That's true. That is absolutely true. And the five of us have been absolutely unified on the 70W. Yes, we have been. <laughs> That's, these have all been unifying factors. Well, I think at one point, the five of us have been absolutely, uh, five have been absolutely unified against one at every single variation. Right. <laughs> even if you have never in your life up until that moment even considered that was a thing. No, you will oh. happily dive on, bandwagon. jump on the bandwagon. Yes. Look, an open seat. Let's go. Yes, I'm ready <laughs> to join in. Whose turn in the box is it? <laughs> that is absolutely true. But, 
you know, we I think we have mastered the way uh, of doing this in the most fun way possible that keeps these things on the table and actually yeah. led to some really amazing discussions. Yes. 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 This is the <laughs> absolute best part. I mean, I, I as much as I actually enjoy performing and as much as Brian enjoys rehearsing, the actual the best part is when we're sitting there actually talking trumpet pedagogy somewhere outside of that. Yeah. Yes. Getting into it. Yeah. Absolutely. I yeah, but don't you think, no, no, that's not right. No, but this is, no, but check this. Absolutely. I heard you and Scott once after the NTC Jazz Division, we were in Virginia, and it happened at the hotel. And I want to say you guys went toe-to-toe for about an hour. Yeah. yeah. About, yeah. you know, Scott saying you guys are thinking about this from, you know, a polar opposite place and you're like no we're doing this exact same thing oh no it was the other way around the other way around scott said to me we're doing the same thing and i said we are absolutely not doing the same thing and (laughs) i can prove it (laughs) yes that's absolutely right yeah Uh, it was very impressive and you know loud and you know hand gestures and mm -hmm. shaking heads and and totally fine but you yeah. have to be in that space to, you know, a different space to be able to do that and still come out of the other side and be friends. Well, because the, the biggest part about the disagreement is the being open, one, to the discussion and two, to the growth that uh, you could get by actually admitting that, oh, there might be something you hadn't thought about before. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like you want to have those two things when you go in, if you, uh, I mean, listen, I'm somebody who always thinks he's right about everything. You guys know this. I'm the worst. So, <laughs> but I will go into every discussion and I've come out going, huh? Well, I hadn't thought of that. Right. I, I am still absolutely open <clears throat> to, okay. And if I'm wrong, then I'll just, then I change and grow. Right. The perpetual growth yeah, mindset. That's the idea. Yeah. Right. I don't know if this has been more expensive for anyone in the group than it has been for me. <laughs> Because I had to completely retool my trumpets. Okay, <laughs> let's. Can we have this discussion? Yeah, because so when we first we're started joking playing together, around. Yeah, this is about the doll. Like, no, we we, we joked about right. we we joked about the doll. We joked about the articulation <laughs> stuff. But I believe when we got together and we all when you joined us, yes, right, yeah, that you had a well, right, the sound I'm looking for. I don't know what your word you were using at the time, but I would guess would be like dark. It was dark. Yeah. Right? yeah. That's the word. And so, but what was actually coming out was covered. Yes. Yes. So yeah, yeah, your sound was clear and you operate the trumpet great and you play musically. So listen, if you're not playing with other people, you can get away with that. And you're playing solo stuff. Well, you can get away with that the rest of your career. Which is what I had been doing up until the time I needed to, to get along with you guys. Right. But how are you playing now? Oh, this is the beautiful thing, right? What started out as just complete, you know, busting (laughs) on me, uh, you know, led to, yeah, no, I'm going to accept this. Like, I'm going to embrace this thing and and listen to what's going on here. And Yeah. yeah, I mean, it changed my life as a trumpet player. No yeah, and like what you're able to do now, we've always, you know, when we were uh, little kids, by the time people got near our age is when they started slowing down on the trumpet. Right. Yes. Oh, yeah, no. We're doing the opposite. We're going the yeah. other direction. Yeah. Exactly. Pretty crazy. <laughs> exactly. And now yeah. we can actually play in a room with Brian and actually hear ourselves when, yeah. instead of just <laughs> Which clackety, is remarkable. clackety, 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 Taking some time to get there. <laughs> well, it was the first time I remember thinking... I had this image of putting my mouthpiece in a cinder block. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. 
trying to keep up with Brian. <laughs> yeah. And all of you, because because you guys did all, and not that we all play the same, because we don't. No, we don't. don't. We, we all play different equipment and play very uh, and play different different concepts different, of sound. Absolutely. Sure. But but there are but there are also similarities in that as well, you know. So, but but all that to say, for me, being open to this idea that no, wait, these guys know what they're talking about, and I hear exactly what they're talking about, and from my perspective, I feel exactly what they're talking about. Like <laughs> I'm going to wear myself out doing this. <laughs> right. right. This is I'm always gonna, the great I'm part gonna... when I go. I, I'm you know I get I'm lucky enough to go around and play you know pops orchestras all over the place, so I get to sit next to some excellent trumpet players on a very regular basis, and go. Oh, check that out. They're doing, they're doing, they're doing. <laughs> right. I'm stealing 100% of the time. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's totally the great way to go. Yep. Yeah, and, and that's and that's okay, too. I mean, but if if you're having this kind of conversation, you don't even need to steal it. Just putting it out there. You know, right. Not even afraid to ask. Right. And, and this is why, uh, again, the Internet is the most difficult place in this because people speak in such absolutes. Mm-hmm. But... I do go read all of those things. Like I go read the absolutist and think, do they have, this is uh, when I'm, when talking about this with my students, I'm often having this discussion. The hard part here is there's a little bit of truth in there and that's what you got to go find. Sure. Right. So if someone's coming off as kind of blustery, blowhardy, you know, uh, and just sort of absolutist and that I'm right and everybody else is wrong, see what they're right about and then get out of there. And then you can disagree with the rest, but it's rare. I guess it's rare that somebody's a hundred percent wrong. True. Yeah, yeah. Right. There's always a little bit in there. Well, you'd be fair. You would ferret that out very quickly. Joey, what's the strangest thing you've ever encountered in an orchestra? Like when you've been called to go in and you sit down next to somebody, what's the strangest, like, I don't know s- how to answer that <laughs> set up or approach. That's- Loaded. Um, I, 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 do without name, na- I, I think strangest names. for me is when I sit down for what is normally something like a big band show. Yeah. And I see E flat trumpets and piccolo trumpets out. <laughs> and I, I have seen, I have seen both on kind of a regular basis. Oh no. Oh, <laughs> so there was once, and I, I won't name names or orchestras, but there was right. once where I was brought in to play some, some lead and some solo things. So the principal there was also going to be called upon to play some lead while I was playing some solos. So I look and there's a B flat trumpet, a C trumpet and a piccolo trumpet. And I thought I, my goal in this rehearsal is to make sure that piccolo trumpet doesn't get played. <laughs> Cause if you're in a big band setting, that's the wrong sound. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's the right. right. And there are people do. who will make that switch to be able to just get the notes out and be safe. Mm-hmm. So we got to a chart where I did not have a big solo part, but there was a big lead part. And I leaned over and I said, oh, you know, uh, you know, I don't play on a couple of these. I'm I'm happy to play, you know, the lead as well. And this, if that helps and, you know, kind of make this work. And as I didn't know, I'd never played with the orchestra before. I didn't know the, the trumpet player. And the principal said, uh, oh, well, yeah, that, well, well, that'd be great. <laughs> and I could do that with this one. Oh, well. so we get to the end of the rehearsal and I heard the principal say to the associate, huh, I guess I don't need the piccolo at all. And I thought, <laughs> mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. <laughs> but that, I think, is, you know, we've talked about the right horn for the job and yes, stuff, but it's like, right. uh, 
Right. See, and, I understand not 100% wrong, and I need to make sure I get these notes out and I make sure that they're good and I'm safe and I'm able to play them. Not sure, 100% right. wrong, but coming out of a piccolo in a big band setting, wrong sound. Yeah. 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 But really that, you know, in that setting, that's a different setting. Just to be clear, you can't go in as the guest and say, hey, you're doing it wrong if you use the piccolo. <laughs> right. Correct. I am an yeah. absolute guest. I'm an extra. I'm, you know. <laughs> Yeah, right. I can't go in and, and tell the principal of a major symphony orchestra, hey, couple things. Right. <laughs> oh, so it was a major symphony orchestra. Oh. <laughs> uh -oh. So, but well, we'll have to define major, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so, but we are, uh, we are saying that if you can get this point with your circle of friends, and and the next point I want to make is if you can get this way with your students, yeah, where you build, you you have to build rapport to do this. Sure. But you're doing it wrong. Or have them ask the question, I'm doing it wrong, aren't I? You know, yeah. uh, replacing things like I know uh, or nothing at all. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but that's where we want to get. We want, I, and I think the reason we wanted to like have this conversation today is because people do look at the Trauma Mundi experience and, and the Open Bell experience and they, they kind of know that they're getting a glimpse into something. And we, we show our cards sometimes, but not always. Yeah. But I think I think we show it enough that they realize that what we have figured out here is helpful to all of us and and been good for all of us. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And, and if so, if we were trying to find a way to describe that or to get you on board with it or, or make it even more enticing to you, this is at the heart of it. This is what it is. This is absolutely right. When students come in and and uh, early on, I said, "Listen, we're going to spend a lot of time together." We're going to be in here every every week for an hour. So I, I'm not I, I'm not interested in in uh, just always being sunshine and rainbows. We're going to be honest, and we're going to be going, and it's going to take a while, and there's going to be growth involved. So, listen, that doesn't sound good, and I don't mean that as an insult. I don't mean that to hurt your feelings, but we have to be able to move past that and move past it quickly. Yeah, and you got yeah. to establish that right off the bat, so that that student knows, as a teacher, I am there for them and their growth. That's right. what I'm interested in. Yeah, and, while still being on their team a hundred percent. Right, and Joey, I think you you do this too. You know, you have this moment after someone plays something of self-assess. Well, what mm -hmm. did you think, or how did that go for you? To give them a chance to say it was way better ten minutes ago in the practice room, or that was the best I ever played it. You yeah, know? this is how my students make fun of me. Is they're like, okay, I'm going to do a Joey impression. I'm going to play something. Okay, so how do you think that went? And, <laughs> that, and, that, and it's true. I want to know what did you think, and if they say. I thought that went really well. Oh, wow. Then we really have something to talk about. Or <laughs> right. sometimes, well, I did this and this and this and this and this. Like, I actually thought that was pretty good. Right? Yeah. But I think you know that's a great test for where you are on this on this sliding scale of honesty when a student can go, it wasn't great. Yeah, that was bad. Yeah. Then you go, great. Now we can talk about that. Right. You and know? as a student, you have to absolutely be open uh, open to that kind of discussion. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. so this is the thing I think people perceive from the outside, uh, either about the, the trumpet ensemble or about the podcast. But this is the thing that drives it, is that yeah. our our agreement that this is the way it's going to go and that we have built this rapport in such a way that, you know, we say you're doing it wrong. Guys. We, you hear that a lot on tour. Yeah. I mean, yes, all, yes, we all do. the time or all in a text thread. Yes. And also I'm doing it wrong. And on stage. Well, <laughs> yes. And on stage. Yes. Well, it's infected our family lives too, hasn't it? Yes. <laughs> Cooking with Kate over COVID. She just stopped. Dad, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. Oh, she's the like best. All the time. 
I think yeah. I love that, that you use the word infected our family. It's infected <laughs> our family lives. It, you it know, makes for better for sure. relationships when you're when you're ready to have the disagreement. And you're ready to be mm -hmm. open and honest instead of hiding from it. It's yes. better. It's yeah. just better. It is. And it's it's healthy and it's good for your development and good for your growth. I mean, this is what we're saying. This the conflict doesn't have to be bad and disagreement doesn't have to be bad. It's 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 the way. It is the way. It's the way to growth. If you keep hearing that everything's great and just keep doing what you're doing, you should question that. You're 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 not gonna get anywhere. Right. And so, like, if I I might send you guys some recordings this week of some stuff I'm trying to get ready, knowing full well you're gonna go. Hmm. Was that a was that a pop? It. It's probably heard, a click. It heard thirty a click. seconds. Was that a click? You hear a click there, Brian. Wanna, I heard wanna, a click. Did you hear a click? <laughs> Have we told this story? I don't think so. I got like the. <laughs> first edits or whatever it was on i think it was the last cd that i did and i <laughs> like so like man i'm going to share this with my my two great trumpet friends here and really get some feedback because i'm feeling really good about this first of all radio silence okay i send it there's nothing there's no response whatsoever i'm literally i hit send and wait for my phone to light up you know nothing. and nothing and then i think i even had to follow up and go did you guys get the tracks i sent <laughs> And then one forget which one of you was first. Brian was first. Brian, hey, <laughs> did you hear a was there a pop at 30 seconds on the first track? I'm like, okay. Okay. It's on. <laughs> now it's on. <laughs> I think I followed up with, yeah, I think it's 33 seconds. Definitely a click there. It's definitely something. <laughs> so, but yeah, you know, I feel safe sending this stuff to you guys, or I don't know, maybe I'll just get up every morning and just just start recording stuff and putting it on Instagram instead. I don't know. This sounds like a good idea. Oh my Just God. Throw it out there. First I think notes this of the is day. what I'm going to do. I this is the new thing. Hashtag first notes of the day. <laughs> Hashtag 100 days, uh, 100 first, first notes. notes of the day. How many days do you think you could make that? Um, if you I think hashtag... obviously, obviously 100, then I'd be good. It's kind of a long hashtag, but I think it could work. Hashtag 100 days of first notes of the day. Yeah, because 100 like first a, notes of the day would be 100 like notes of the day. Hashtag row. assistant to the regional manager. <laughs> assistant regional manager. And I'm out. <laughs> assistant to the regional manager. I like how, this. How far have people actually gotten? What what's, what have we seen of the 100 days? 13. <laughs> 13. Well, didn't somebody... So I, thought, I saw somebody get to 27. No. Uh -oh. that's. I don't think that's possible. No. I don't think you could do it. Can't be done. That's almost a lun lunar month. <laughs> <laughs> can't be done <laughs> all right boys time for no offense if you can't say you're doing it wrong to your friends and inner circle of people that you hang out with well then you're doing it wrong part of getting this thing <laughs> part of getting this thing right is a level of accountability that not everyone can handle you can't handle the truth <laughs> but if you're strong enough and have enough desire to improve, it's exactly what you need. Oh, yeah. If if you can't say you're doing it wrong to your friends, you need better friends. <laughs> yeah, if you can't accept it from them, then you need better friends. Then you need or to be a better friend. You need to be better. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it, it yeah. works on both ends. Exactly right. You need to be able to say it honestly. You need to be able to hear it honestly. Right. Just oh. be better. Yeah, just be better. It's just that simple. Stop doing it wrong. And if you need, And if you need to hear that you're doing it wrong, 
again, just let us know. We're happy We're to here help. for you. <laughs> yeah. Send it to us. We're your friends. <laughs> Theopenbellagemail.com. We, we will be happy to tell you you're doing it wrong. And it's the way the process works is easy. You send it, then there's going to be several days of radio silence. Nothing. Yeah. And then some really awful comments. Like, if you're open to this, I think we could sell this, right? This is like these restaurants where you go into and you're just treated poorly by the staff. Head to Bevix. Head to Bevix. Chicago. Exactly right. right. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Yeah, I like this idea. You send us stuff and a dollar and we will trash you. <laughs> I'll do it for free. And then whoever... Whoever Brian, we... again undervaluing his uh, his, <laughs> yeah, his yeah, expertise, yeah. aiming low. I think we should do this. We could do this on a Zoom call. We could play the recording, and the three of us just reacting in real time. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, yeah. whoever, by though. yeah, by appointment, whoever's willing, you know, they'll send it to us, and then we'll play it on here, right? But whoever's willing to tolerate, whoever gets it the worst from us, free hoodie. Oh, now we're getting yeah. somewhere. Free new World Trumpet Federation hoodie. By the way. Yeah. One color option, pink. Now we're getting somewhere. Yes. And if somebody's willing to be the guinea pig, I say we go for it. Yeah, send us your stuff. Yeah. All right, boys, that should about do it for today. Stay tuned. Tell your friends and neighbors. And by the way, you're doing it wrong. So long for now. Remember to keep an open mind, but more importantly, an open bell. <laughs>